Hello and welcome to Upstage the Podcast, your regular dose of theatre news and reviews. I'm Rachel. And I'm Abby. This week we've got some fun Joseph-based news for you. And we've also got two reviews. So we saw Come From Away and Waitress recently. So we'll be doing an in-depth review of each of those. But first, some news. So there have been a couple of casting announcements for the London Palladium production of Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat, which um, will be running this summer. So Joseph favourite... And just general favourite. Who we thought we joked about going back into it as as Joseph. Joseph. So I feel like we sort of made this happen for him. I think we did. I think we're responsible. Jason Donovan, is he's not going to be Joseph. Sadly. But he will be Pharaoh, which I think... I mean, it's it's more age appropriate. It's much more Um, age appropriate, yeah. I think he'll he'll be pretty good. Good for him. He'll be just fine. I don't know the show well enough to know how much Pharaoh sings. But I feel like it's not that much. He's a bit Elvisy, isn't he, Pharaoh? Yes, of course he is. And I can see Jason Donovan having a whale of a time Yeah, he'll enjoy himself. And having fun is what counts. Having fun is the only thing that really counts, isn't it? And they've also announced um, the Joseph for the show. And they have gone for a complete newcomer, um, young Jack Yarrow from Wales. Wales. Who will be making his professional... (laughs) Wales was quite good, but Cardiff, I went too far. Who will be making his professional stage debut in the role. He is only 21 awful he just literally awful. he did some like social media or, or like his statement or something was basically like yeah i'm so young and i'm still at college and like who'd have thought and <laughs> like, okay okay calm so, down jack <laughs> little jack he seems very sweet and i actually really like that they're giving this like it's a massive role for a newcomer yes. and i think that's he must really be really great. good he must be really good and it's nice to just you know actually just celebrate talent especially because you know they are somewhat stunt casting the rest of good people like obviously sheridan smith is like yeah a very good theater actress and yes you know jason donovan is jason donovan but you know i think yeah to have to give someone this this platform it's really lovely yeah it's very much like the biggest role in the show obviously it's about it, joseph it's, but it is it's his show it's very much his show so it's nice that they've gone for someone that like they've not stunt cast this yeah i'm pleased about yeah. that because they could have so easily got like any man under 30 any man under 30 with like a big name who can't yeah. really sing that well but like would get people to buy tickets so anyway that's very nice for young jack yeah we really we should get tickets for that we really, really should i think i'd like to see jason good. donovan just for the for the crack yeah yeah <laughs> i'm going to dublin you, next you're weekend. going all over i'm getting you're all over the, the uk and ireland <laughs> So, yeah, Joseph runs at the Palladium from the 27th of June to the 8th of September. So all summer, if you want to get tickets for that. The next quite big piece of news, which has been speculated about for a while, but is now officially confirmed. I think we even said it on this podcast a while ago. Yeah, I enjoy the headlines are all confirmed, not yeah. as if it's news. It's yeah. like, yeah, this is this is officially you already now, guys. But Frozen is confirmed to open in 2020 which is next year, I've just realised, at the newly refurbished Theatre Royal Drury Lane. So it's going to reopen the Theatre Royal in autumn 2020. So this is exciting. Is that the right word? I think it'll be, I think they'll do a really nice job on the theatre and I think it will look great in the theatre. Yes. But the reviews of Frozen are not. Not great. It did not win many Tonys. No. Even though it had a, looks a little cheap. And I say that with love. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I think it was kind of inevitable. I'm sure it'll do quite well. Obviously, the family audience yes. is a given for this show. Yeah. We'll see. I mean... It's good to have shows. <laughs> it's good to the- have shows, isn't it? should have shows. It's good to have shows. I have no strong feelings, to be honest, about Frozen. I love the film. I feel like... And I love and I will Bobby go Lopez see. and his wife, Kristen Anderson Lopez. Yeah. 
And um, I'm happy for them that I'm they've also... made so much money <laughs> so much. from writing the music for Frozen. <laughs> yeah. The next bit of news is that some further casting has been announced for the Steven Spielberg West Side Story film. Spielberg. Spielberg. So Corey Stoll and Brian Darcy James are both joining the cast. Corey Stoll will be playing Lieutenant Shrank mm. and um, Brian Darcy James will be playing Ofka Kupke. Which, That's fun. I mean, they are both theatre people, both lovely I love Brian gentlemen. Darcy James. I love Corey Stoll. And I'm happy for them. them. I'm really, yeah, I think this is, I'm, so far, I'm really liking the casting for this film. I still am not sure this film needs to be made. No. um, In that I feel like it doesn't, but at least they seem to be casting really good people. Yeah. And and it's casting that makes sense to me, unlike the casting for Cats. Yes. That just gets more bizarre by the second. Absolutely. And these are people, like, Corey Stoll and Brian Darcy James are familiar faces from kind of film and TV, but they're not massive names. Yeah. So they are being cast, you know, talent-wise. Yeah. Brian Darcy James obviously has a big Broadway history. Three-time Tony nominee. Mm. And, yeah. He's one of those for Shrek. He must have been. I think it was. Yeah. Hilarious. Hilarious. So, yeah. I I approve. That feels like it's the... Almost a full cast now. They've definitely got the the main players. Yeah. yeah. Hooray! The final piece of news is that the host has been announced for this year's Tony Awards, which are taking place on the 9th of June. And it's going to be James Corden. He has already hosted once before and he was perfectly adequate. He was fine. I am a nice very polarising man, but I really like James Corden. I really like James Corden. I think yeah, he don't means get the well. hate. I think, you know, we all make mistakes. He's made a few. Yeah, but he generally, I think, is a good guy and I think he's a good egg. He loves theatre and he's, you know... He's got a decent voice. Yeah, and I I thought his... The opening when he did the Tonys was lovely. Last time, I think Gary Barlow wrote his his opening number, so Mm. maybe he'll go with someone a bit better. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? They are announcing the nominations for the Tonys on the 30th of April, so still a little while to go yet. But there'll be contenders such as... (laughs) From the BBC article that I'm currently looking at... King Kong and Pretty Woman. So, so much to look forward to. So much. And Beetlejuice. And Beetlejuice, which I've actually not Beetlejuice, heard Beetlejuice, I, I haven't heard about. bad things about, but um, I haven't heard much. It's basically maybe not been the best Broadway the best season, season. But we'll see. We might be forgetting SpongeBob SquarePants got nominated for a Best Musical <gasps> last year. Do you know what I mean? So, can't And be. it should have won. <laughs> that little sponge. <laughs> so spongy. <laughs> the spongiest. So that is this week's news. Um, moving on to reviews. So we went to see Waitress at the Adelphi Theatre a couple of weeks ago. And, well, what did you think, Abby? <laughs> you go first. I loved it. I also loved it. I, I've i listened to the cast recording so much that it was one of those things I was a little bit worried that it wouldn't, you know, have the same magic. But it totally was like, it felt... Like, it had all the magic that I wanted to have. It was funny. It was, like, emotional. It was... There were so many moments that I was, like, looking over at the people I was sitting with and being like, oh, that's, you know... Like, it's just relatable, yeah. but in, like, a... It's just, I know what you it's, mean. And it feels... It feels fresh. Like, it's not doing anything, like, groundbreaking and remarkable, but it feels like there's a, it's got a very distinct tone and kind of a sense of humour and playfulness while also kind of tackling really serious issues and also just the way everything's framed like the movement of it everything is very kind of deliberate and the bands on stage I love when the bands on stage I like when the bands on stage as well yeah and the cast 
even though it's only just opened, I had quite long previews, um, run of previews, yeah. but it has only just opened and it feels like the cast are really, really gelled. Um. So let's talk about the cast. Let's. So we saw we saw everybody except Laura Baldwin as Dawn. We saw Olivia Moore as Dawn. I also saw Laura Baldwin as Dawn. Yes, you've seen it twice. <laughs> I'm just That's so true. keen. So firstly, Catherine McPhee is phenomenal. Her voice. Her voice is just... She used oh. to be mine was so good. She's just... You know, you like listening to a song and you like, I just like yeah. beaming during it because it's so good. She's just like, her voice sounds, when she's singing live, it sounds like she's produced, but in a good way, not in an awful, yeah. like, overproduced. like it just sounds, it's so, it, I said so really weirdly. It's so like, I can't, I can't think what the word is, but it's just kind of so on point at every moment that it sounds like that can't possibly be someone singing live. Mm. But it is. She's just is. that good. She's just that good. She also just like really embodied the character. Like I've known of Catherine McPhee for a long time, so I wondered whether that would sort of distract me because obviously like mm. she's on American Idol, and then she was in Smash and yeah. Scorpion, of course, like, which we all well, adored. But, but is it going to be Karen on stage or is it going to be Jenna? That's what you're thinking. But I just didn't feel like it was. I wasn't watching Catherine McPhee at any point. Like I, I felt like I was watching Jenna, and she's got in a way um, a bit of a harder job because she's sort of. There, a lot of the characters are kind of caricaturish, and she's yes. quite kind of. She's very much like when we saw Company and yes. like Bobby, Lady Bobby, Rosalie Craig as Bobby with an IE. Is <laughs> you're really, like, you're really emphasizing really that. Really just point. explaining a non male Bobby, a female lady woman lady, Bobby. Lady woman. Lady Bobby. Bobby. She is sort of like the straight man, and everyone around her is like a bit mad and like really funny and like really over the top. And she is just sort of like straight down the middle. And Catherine McPhee also has kind more of, of that same, kind of role. Yeah. But I felt like she really took the opportunity that like, when there were funny bits, which there are, she does have like jokes and yeah. one-liners. She like really sold them. Yeah. I was just very she impressed was, with I her. was very impressed with I think with she's her. a good actress. Yeah. And I, I did wonder if maybe her acting would not be as up there with the rest. But I feel like it was. I feel like it was. Yeah. I think she, yeah, it's a lot of, she's quite subtle in some of the yeah. more emotional moments. But I think in a way that really works because you're kind of really drawn in and that's what you need in those so sort of you know she used to be mine which is the emotional climax of the piece um (laughs) it's quite an insular performance but in a way Mm. not in a way that you feel excluded from it but in a way that i felt like everyone in that auditorium was was right there with her yeah which i think is actually so in some ways harder to do than like the massive over-the-top emotional performance yeah so yeah i was very very impressed with Catherine mcphee I also really liked Olivia Moore as Dawn. Obviously, you saw both, so it'd be interesting yes. to see if you think it's just, like, the exact same performance or whether one of them brought more to it than the other. They're quite similar performances. Yeah. They're both very good. Mm. So, yeah, I saw Laura Baldwin first. She's... Maybe she was a bit more settled into the role. Yeah. She was a lot more, kind of, confident off the bat. But I think they're both excellent Dawns. I think it's just a really lovely role. It's a really It's a really nice role. role. It's really um, good I think that, if I was in it, I would want to be Dawn. Yeah. I feel like she has the great lines in all the group songs. Yeah. I, just I think like all it. the three leads, even though like I know there has been like a little, some people in reviews have kind of criticised that it that they're a little stereotypical. I mm. feel like they are, but with enough humanity that it, like a lot of people are quite stereotypical. People kind of fall into yeah. categories. Yeah. But they all have enough humanity, and they're they all, all have their own so story. Much heart and they all have their they own. They all have story. their own solo. And the friendships believable. Like yeah. also sometimes when it's like here are these three stereotypes, like those people would never be friends. But with yeah. them, I'm like, um, and like the moments when the friendship is really important, I was like, yeah. so emotional. And I don't want to like 
when, at the end, all of them together yeah. without wanting to give any plots. But like, it's just really, it depicts female friendship in a way yes. that I think is actually quite rare. And I actually yes. can't think on stage of another example of a show where it's just really, really solid. Like when those just relationships- like wholesome friendships. Yeah, yeah, wholesome friendships and like women really supporting women yeah. and like no judgment and like, pure honest love between women yeah. in a really supportive um, constructive way and i just thought it's lovely it was very lovely so even though there is yes. you know romance and stuff i like the fact that, that they friendship. are the core yeah sort of, of centers show. it yeah marisha wallace was also great excellent really so funny good so funny really and funny. an like a phenomenal voice phenomenal the vocals voice. Mm. I'm gonna we'll say get it. onto that in a second. You, you don't want me to. I you know what you're gonna say. About. No, I'll I save don't. My because I was just gonna say I read a review that was that kind of criticised the piece for um not giving Marisha Wallace enough to sing basically because obviously she's she got an amazing voice. She was just she was Effie in Dreamgirls before this. Yeah. I'm like I think it's nice for her to like be cast because of her like comic timing and yeah. her acting ability and not just because she can belt a song yeah. out. And she belts she, I mean her she, song she is good. She, yeah, she's got a great like, song, incredibly, which I really enjoyed. Yeah, but. Like, she can do more than that. And yeah. it's nice that she gets a chance to do that. Yeah, I agree. Let's talk about David Hunter as Dr. Palmer. Oh, he's so sweet. He was so sweet. I think he's got the loveliest voice. Yeah. It's really just got a very, cool. very nice tone to it. Really clean. Really funny. He did, like, the physical humour. And actually, yeah. like, it was interesting because I ended up seeing it twice within a week, which I'm not sure I've ever done with no. the show like I'm, I'm you know what i'm actually i'm certain i've never done <laughs> but it was quite interesting because then obviously like the last time i saw it was really fresh in my mind mm. and the way that he nailed like there's certain aspects of the physical humor yeah and he has quite a lot of physical stuff how he does it but makes it seem so authentic every time and, like, when it just was off the so cuff. yeah it all seems like totally off the cuff but it's all so well choreographed yes. and he nails like nails it every time mm. but without like he is, it he like making so it great. seem like it was like a decision that he just made yeah. on stage to do it. Yeah, yeah. he was. Yeah, just, I, I know what you mean. So good. Um, he was amazing. Just really, really funny and good. I would just like before we get on to what you want to be mean about. I thought I'm never mean. I don't know what you're talking about. I thought Kelly Agbowu. I might be saying her name wrong. I'm sorry, Kelly, if you're listening. Hilarious. Oh my god, so, so good. funny. I think she was really the surprise. Like every little aside just that she has, the whole still yeah I'm and like, she, I'm laughing and again actually it was the same sort of like it's all kind of throwaway moments so it's things yeah. like it's not although it is kind of a like the comedy is quite not brash but it's like it's not it's really a, a subtle show it's no. a bit broad that's the word yeah, yeah. But there are these moments yeah. where she's yeah, it's like these little throwaway lines. Like, if you're not like quite under her breath, almost. yeah. If you're not hundred yeah. percent tuned in, you're like, oh, I missed, I missed that one. Yeah, she was. Yeah, you're right. She, she was brilliant. And I also, she like, was although hilarious, the sort of in a way playing a straight man because she was like the person that you would be in that yeah. situation. Yes. Everyone's like, yeah, this is ridiculous. This is you really obviously obvious, would make guys. a comment yeah. under your breath. Yeah, of course. She yeah. Would. Oh, she was. Yeah, she was excellent. Also, again, before you're mean. I thought <laughs> Sean Prendergast was a very nice, happy Sean Prendergast? Joe. Yeah. And also I thought Stephen Leesk. Stephen Leesk is who I was going to... I'm, I'm going to say Leesk. I'm not sure. As Jenna's husband was like the right balance of like scary, but also you can sort of see why she would have originally been with him. Yeah. I thought he was, he's really good. I think it's yeah. a tricky role. Yeah. Um, because you you never warm, you're not meant to warm Tim, no. you never warmed him. But he was captive he was a captivating performer yeah even with that and lovely voice i thought he was and just looks so much like jack Fallahy. he looks so much like jack Fallahy from how to get away with murder um, bit distracting but 
wasn't mad about it. So I feel like we've now named all the cast. We've like literally <laughs> any cast who has anything resembling a solo except for Apart one. from Jack McBrayer, who plays Ogie. I would just like to say that I thought he was fantastic. You're just laughing at the I memory. I'm laughing at the memory because he is, if you've seen him in 30 Rock, he is literally his 30 Rock character. Like I feel like that's I don't know. Maybe I've never seen. Maybe he's done straight plays. I'm not sure. Maybe he, but I he feel does a like, wonderful Hamlet. But <laughs> I feel like you can just. It's just Kenneth. It is just Kenneth, but in a different situation. Yeah. But if you like that, then it is very, very funny. He does it very well. Like he, you can't. He is hilarious. He is hilarious. But I. Okay, so my issue is is that he can't sing, which for a musical is quite a yeah. big issue. And he does have two songs, and he um I think in those two songs he sings about two notes. Yeah, um, he like speaks, sings, he his speaks, way sings. The whole thing. He he you wouldn't know that there's a tune to those songs. But the ensemble turn right up, so you can't really hear. What I mean, he's really, yeah. There yeah. is one bit where I'm pretty sure they just gave his vocals to a member of the ensemble because <laughs> there was no way yeah. he was going to get it. Yeah, and I just think it's a shame because I think although he was funny possibly a little over funny like in a way it kind of jarred yeah. a little bit with the rest of the show i think but it did but it was still just but it's still funny. So funny but i also think i just think that's the role the role is a very funny yes. role and i think there are so many actors west end actors like i can just that there, there's so many people i can think of who could have done that same comedic element of it as well as him but or also, you know almost as well as him yeah. if not per- but also be able to sing the hell out of those songs. Yeah. So I was like, and also he's not thirty. Like he's oh, not he's, believable as he's thirty-two. In, he's, I looked and he was like forty-six. Like yeah, if if a the age difference between say, him and Olivia Moore, especially who is yeah. like I think she's twenty-one, yeah. twenty-two, and literally Moore like is large. there's a there's a line in the show about him being thirty-two, and mm. you're like he is he's not though. Not is sure he? that you are Jack. McBride. I'm pretty sure that's not what a thirty-two-year-old <laughs> looks like. <laughs> <laughs> It was a shame. I feel like that's the sort of stunt casting that there's so many shows that I feel like he could have been stunt cast in where his comedy is enough and the comedic character doesn't really sing. But this is a show where the comedic character gets songs. Yes. And quite lengthy songs. And I just felt it. it, I I don't really know his songs that well. So I wasn't sort of like before I saw it, I have since. But before I saw it, I didn't. I listened to the soundtrack a couple of times when it came out, but I didn't really listen to anything other than like she used to be mine and you matter to me on like a regular basis yeah. so i never really heard his songs so i wasn't like that's a terrible performance of that song yeah you're just even like, though that's not a very tuneful song that's just not very tuneful which is kind of fine which is kind of fine and for like the majority of the audience that's all they'd know yeah about. and but people, I suppose he's been praised a lot in reviews yeah but for someone who but... really really loves the show and like loves that character i can get i can understand why it was a bit annoying yeah i just think it's a shame when people cast people who can't sing in musicals <laughs> yeah but there I mean, we are you know that's, that's a reasonable opinion that's... to have is there anything else that we should mention? The I pies? The mini pies. So they sell mini pies in the foyer. Mine was delicious and our friend's was like soup. soup. So you're really, it's like sugar potluck, soup. Potluck so, pie. Know, soup's good. Um, pie's we both good. had the apple. There's also like a chocolate and also and like, like a banoffee. A so would recommend you get, it's like a proper like glass jar with like a nice little pot. A nice souvenir. Very dainty, nice souvenir. Um, they also have very nice little waitress pins, which I'm sad I didn't get one of, so I might have to pop in. And the branding of that shop, everything yeah. is lovely. And they also have like a really nice thing in the foyer with like, um, obviously she's a waitress, <laughs> and you can write like a little... Yeah, and like um, a little order thing. Like a little order, like a up. check thing, and you can pin it in the foyer and say how much you love the show, which is really cute. Or if you want, how much you hated it. Yeah. Jack probably that one. was average. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was you. yeah, if you see um, that, sorry about that. <laughs> also, the set, I thought, was... 
very good, very Sex clever. Um, makes you believe that you're in a diner and also in a doctor's office yeah. and also and in their house. And clever things um, with, like, because they're using kind of real flour and stuff, but, like, yes. clever little things to love make it look that. really yeah. realistic. Like, it's just, it's very nice and the attention to detail, mm-hmm. I think, is really lovely. Yes. Yeah, so I just think it is, it's a very well-produced show. It, it made me feel a lot of feelings. It's sad, but not, like harrowing yeah it's generally feel good but you will go through multiple emotions you'll, it's not yeah. just as, you'll feel emotions i feel like the kind of outside image of it is it's kind of sickly sweet but it's not there's a lot more there's more grit and depth to it yes um but it is just it is a lovely show it's a very lovely show would recommend i think i gave it five stars on my little list of shows i've seen this year nice <laughs> so the next show that we saw was come from away yes. which is Another transplant from Broadway um, from a few years ago. It's about, on 9-11, there were 38? 38 planes. Many planes. That's the name of the song. 38 planes that were diverted to a really small town in Canada with a very big airport called Gander. And it, like, doubled the size of the town's population, like, overnight. Sure. Um, You're doing well. Thanks. (laughs) And it's about the sort of the residents of Gander, some of the residents of Gander, and sort of what they do to look after the plain people. And And the experiences of the plain people. Just the experiences of the plain people over the week or so that they were in Gander before they could fly home. It's extremely wholesome. Obviously, yes. Canadians are just so lovely. Oh, such lovely people. Them. Such great accents. Oh, my God. It's yeah, sort of like a New- Canadian-Irish. So they've got hilarious accents. Hilarious I accents. love the Newfoundland accent. I shouldn't um, say hilarious. That's probably mean to any Newfoundland <laughs> listeners. Just a, a lovely accent. I love that accent. It's just a nice Unique. Accent. Yes. And it's a great sort of folksy score with, like... It's a very weird show because there's very few... It reminded me a little bit of like Carolina Change but done well in the way that it's like it's not sung through but it's like there's a lot of singing there's a lot of like speak singing rather than yeah. songs there's there only one songs. there's only one song really I I'd think I'd say Welcome to the Rock is a, oh yeah I suppose so so it's like the opening number and there's yeah. one big solo for Rachel Tucker's character which we'll come on to in a second but there's it's very much kind of like dialogue interspersed with like little snippets of songs yeah. and it's done and in a, a lot much of music yeah it's done in like along. a very melodic nice way that's yeah. like pleasant to listen to rather than Carolina Change which was just sort of like noisy for two and a half hours what um, do you mean about Carolina Change I'm sorry. I feel bad <laughs> <laughs> but what's also nice about Come From Away is that the cast is quite small but they each play several characters yeah, so like most of them piece. most of them play like a plain person and a character from Gander and kind of go back and forth and they'll like change costumes on stage they're all sort of like most of them are on stage the whole time yeah. and just like moving like the set around again the set was really clever yeah there's a turntable i love a turntable which they use quite well I, yeah i think so like they like the way they kind of set up the set it makes it obvious that they're like on the planes obviously and it i just thought the staging was really cool yeah it's very stripped back everything about it but yes. it just works very well it works very very well let's talk about the cast let's start with the people who were olivier nominated which was rachel tucker Clive Carter and Bobby Hands. Bobby Hands. Robert Hands. Robert Bobby Hands. <laughs> um, so obviously Rachel Tucker plays Beverly Bass, who is, was, is, well, she's retired now, but she was the yes. first American Airlines pilot, female pilot. Female. The first the pilot. ever pilot. <laughs> she's still alive. She's, so she's hanging in there. <laughs> yeah. The first female American Airlines pilot. And she also plays a character from Gander called Annette, who's just sort of like a supporting character. I thought she was great. Yeah, I agree. It is a very 
very ensemble piece but they do kind of all get their own storyline and it's like how it manages to keep you in the loop of who each person is and what their story is when they're like playing three different characters each is really clever and some of them like were so distinct as their different characters like jonathan andrew hume played his he played two different plain people but different yes but when he changed from being kevin Jay, apparently, yeah. according to the programme. Yeah. To Ali. Like, it took me, even though I, like, you see them change on stage, yeah. it still took my brain a little while to, like, adjust to the fact that it was the same person. Because yeah. his, everything about him, like, as Kevin, I was like, it's a little bit annoying. I don't think I'd get on well with him if I was stuck on a plane with him. Yeah. And then as Ali, you're like, you feel really sympathetic towards him. And I was like, yeah. but that's the, I can it's see that person guy. change in front of my, in front of my eyes. Yeah. So yeah, they all just did that. And the costume design mm. which i feel like you know we don't normally uh, we don't normally who's, who did that tony leslie james you go tony leslie tony leslie did a great job because mm. yeah the way that the costumes could be to make it really like, transformed clear, really, really quickly, quickly yeah yeah were it was just so it's very clever in very that, clever in the way that it's it's all done mm. so we liked rachel tucker i really yes. enjoyed me in the sky yes that was a real highlight it's like her big big song i really enjoyed clive carter as primarily the mayor yes i think actually was he i think he he had any other named characters he had a lot of other little little tiny bit parts um but he sort of opens the show and introduces you to gander and the town and very nice voice very sort of i just thought perfectly cast i agree like exactly who like you would expect in that role and then robert hands as nick was his main character who this is actually a true story met his now wife on the plane well while they were in gander they met and then they stayed in a relationship and then he moved to texas to be with her and then they're still together Aww. and it's so from, cute from london from london yes i thought he was really good yeah very charming i'm not sure that either of them like i i completely happy for them to be nominated for an olivier yes, I don't but i don't think either their roles above. were big enough not because they weren't very good but because they were very they weren't it's an, a very much an ensemble yeah, piece you might be right about that Whereas I think both Jonathan Bailey and Richard Fleischman had like much more well-defined characters yeah. and much bigger performances. Yeah. I really liked Jenna Boyd as Beulah. And when I was looking through the programme, I was like, I can't find her. I can't see her in here. And it's because she's like so much younger than she looked. Like she's like probably in her 20s. I am blown away by that. Yeah. Really, um, Obviously, she's got a wig that. on in the show. She, it's a grey wig. But she was phenomenal. She she's so lovely. She was great. She was so sweet. Yeah. And you can just imagine that she would be a sort of comforting person in yes. that situation. Yeah. I loved her. I thought Nathaniel Campbell was hilarious. So he plays Bob, who just yes. gets a lot of comedic lines. So he's a black man who's obviously in Canada and is very, very worried about like what he's gonna do with his wallet and like he gets told to go and like they're gonna have like a big cookout and he gets told to go and just take the neighbor's like barbecue so they can have that and he's like i'm gonna get shot shot, obviously but he was really really funny and also like he like acts how you would act if you were kind of thrust into that where you were just like what is happening like i can't just leave my wallet on the side and like like it was just very realistic i think it's just it's a very very well cast show like Mm. everyone was so perfect in their Mm. various roles Mm. um it just yeah every every little part of it worked it did i also loved and i think all shows should do this because it's just 
nice at the very end they did obviously like a little encore and then the band all came out to do like a little bit yeah on their own and like they had a lady violinist who was she so was cool like, yeah all over the place she was great um they also so it's again it, not as prominently on the stage mm. as a waitress but it's again an on-stage band all except two people who were hidden off stage sad sad for them yeah the drum kit i get because it's hard but the bass player was he hidden um <laughs> but it's they're kind of off to the side and brought in a bit more when they're sort of at the local pub and the band would be playing so it's yeah it's that same in a similar way to once mm. i think i mean once they were a bit more involved but it's very much yeah. it's the same theater is it um, yeah yeah so it kind of feels authentic because it's all sort of folk music the band like gives it that authentic folk feel and obviously yes. i think the musicians are like special folky type musicians mm. i think although it is like we're saying it's emotional and funny it is sort of maybe a bit more than waitress a bit more one level i mm. felt like like i feel like it's like this is what we're doing and we're just gonna like it's very fast it's, paced it's just, just got this to kind of a, get lot, on board. a lot yeah. although like the beginning isn't that far like i feel like it actually takes a little while to get I going felt, a little while to get going and then it's just like we are doing this thing of the good of humanity and we're just gonna yeah. keep pushing and it's that and it's a lot of that yeah and there's not much else really and that's lovely in a way but like it, i do feel like it's a little bit more one yes level one, one than note, waitress. Yeah. one one note that's the, that's the phrase it's just it's a it's lovely a very show. sweet show it's a very very sweet show the music's great the cast are great it's still i think it's a lovely show see it, it's lovely it's a um a lovely little theater i think it might win best musical i think Tina, it might yeah Six i think fun home's the big competition for it yeah but i just think because fun might. home was a, a while ago and yeah i think that's the thing that's what will give it the might edge get forgotten about it's, it's fresh in people's but minds. i would be well deserving i think now that we've seen i was gonna say we've seen all four we've not seen six yet but we i don't think six is gonna win we will see six but probably not before the probably Olivier's not before the olivier's for me i think i preferred waitress of these two shows but waitress isn't it's eligible this for year. these yeah. um, Olivia, it's not so, eligible. Uh, but I can very much see why Come From Away has done so well. We've got time to do any of the business, which we have done um, in a while. Oh, do I have have you watched or read anything good recently? I watched over the weekend. This is really ex- like extremely random. I watched all of Formula One Drag to Survive on Netflix. Wow. Absolutely loved it. So engaging. I mean, you do you. I'm also reading The Mars Room by Rachel Kushner, which is about, well, it's hard to tell you because I've not read any reviews, so I've not read any spoilers, which is rare for me, but it's about a lady who I think is in prison because she killed her stalker, but I feel there's going to be more of a twist to it than that. But it's like, it was nominated for the Man Booker Prize last year, I think. But it's very good. It's got a nice pink cover. Oh, I like a good cover. That's how you know it's for girls. <laughs> <laughs> what have you been watching or reading or listening to? Uh... What a question. Mm. I don't know. I, I Did you watch prepared. any of the new Queer Eye? I've I watched most of the new Queer Eye. Mm. It's just, it's just, they're just so lovely. Mm. Karamo is doing very well this season. It's just lovely. What are you reading at the moment? I am reading the Tanahisi Coates book. Oh yeah. Um, we were eight, we were eight years. I've been reading it for ages, if I'm honest. Um, we were eight years in power, which is eight essays that he wrote kind of throughout Obama's going to say rain but that's not the right Right. yes it is the right word um (laughs) so they're not about that each of them has an introduction of like looking back at that year but it's about various different things but all kind of told just through the lens of being in the 
era of the first black president of the United mm. States. So some of it's like one of them's a book review of a biography of Malcolm X. So it's like interesting, but not strictly relevant, but obviously yeah. like shaped by what we thought the world was at the time. Mm. And like, you know, looking back and thinking on, on it with hindsight and what has happened now. Mm. America. Lol. <laughs> Lol. Not that we're one to talk. Lol. And on that note, we'll be back maybe post-Brexit. Maybe it will have happened will by the time. Will we be back? God. Will we still be here? We don't know. London will just be a gaping I'm hole. I'm going to Ireland next weekend. And you're never coming so back. So if, if it happens, well, if there's no deal, I might not get back in. So wish me luck, everybody. You're going to try and get back in? No. Dublin's a lovely It's city. nice there. Yeah, I'll probably stay. So maybe this is the last episode. It's been great, guys. Thanks to Brexit. Okay. See you next fortnight. See you in two weeks. See you. Thank yeah. you very much for listening. Goodbye. Bye.